everyone. It's your girl, Ryan, and you are listening to The Shift Show. Each week, you can tune in and join me while I take you through the highest highs and the lowest lows of my journey so far and the valuable lessons I've learned along the way. From chasing after my dreams and dancing professionally in LA to hitting multiple rock bottoms and completely losing myself and battling the disease of addiction. I am now a sober, full-time Orange Theory Fitness head coach and a 305 fitness instructor. And I'm here to share with you how you can take control of your own shit show and make it the best thing that's ever happened to you by simply creating that mental shift. All right, squad, let's dive in. Welcome to True Life, I Am a Cripple. I'm going insane, you guys. Like, literally, I'm going insane. But I am also really enjoying, like, all of this time I have to dive deep into some things that I've really wanted to be learning about, educating myself on, focusing on reading some books that I have, podcasts, meetings, you name it. I think things like I've always talked about on here before happen in divine timing, God's timing. And, you know, I just needed a little reset for a second. Not really ideally with a broken knee. You know, I I maybe would have chosen a different path to go down there. But even with that, you know, I've mentioned probably 50 times now in here that I'm also in a workshop right now. Um, called Food Freedom with one of my mentors, Maria. And it's really about like body image and being mindful of what you're putting in your body, um, having peace with your body, what you're eating. And, you know, that's something I've struggled with up and down throughout my life. And I think this whole not working out thing is really, really challenging me to find other ways to take care of my body that doesn't necessarily have to do with going and doing an hour-long, crazy, intense workout. Don't get me wrong. I actually love doing that. Like, I don't find it, you know, a task or burdensome for me to get up and go do a hard workout. Like, I really just truly love sweating and challenging myself in the gym. But safe to say my body, after years of doing strenuous activity, probably needs a little bit of yoga and meditation in her life. So anyway, that's not the point of this podcast, but just a little backstory on what I've been doing. And that being said, um, something I wanted to talk about that I haven't really gone far into on here, you know, everything kind of always resorts back to like the mental shift of things. And this is going to as well. A lot of the things I've talked about have been I'm not, I'm not saying that this will be negative, but it's going to be a little bit harsher, a little bit more harsh, a little bit harsher. I don't know which way you're supposed to say that, but it's going to be a little bit tougher to hear than the gentle, lovey episodes I've put out recently. And that has to do with a couple of things. One, the haters, the gossip, the negative talk from people in your circle or yourself, and also just fear fear of what people are going to say about you, fear of failure, fear fear of not being successful, fear of being successful, fear of not being accepted, fear of not being loved, fear of love, right? Because I think we always think about it in the lack thereof kind of thing when we talk about fear, like I'm afraid I'm not going to get this. But a lot of the times our fears are actually about gaining that thing because what happens if I do get X, Y, and Z, or I do get this relationship, or I do get this job, like then what am 
I going to do? Right. If you, if you hear a lot of celebrity stories, it's always like, Oh, I got the golden globe. And then I went into a state of depression because it's like, okay, you got the thing. And like life doesn't end there. And there's still so much more to live. And what do you do after? So that fear is just as real as the fear of not accomplishing your goals. Right. But something that's been coming into play in the past few weeks for some reason. And, you know, I won't really give it specific examples, but like the whole gossip thing in the whole talking down about, I mean, especially within my circle, I'm surrounded by lots of women every day, like women putting each other down or, or guys putting women down, you know, it doesn't really matter the gender, but like people putting down other people in order to get themselves higher or people making fun of people for the way that they are deciding to live their lives. Let me just remind you that your life or someone else's life is nobody else's except for yours, literally yours. And our time here, yeah, sure. 80 years sounds like a really freaking long time. If you're my age, like, right. That's like, we've lived a fourth of that or maybe a little bit more. But like, it's really not that long. And we get one shot, one freaking shot. And this is not a dress rehearsal. It's not like, oh, I'm going to try this for about 80 years. And then I'm going to come back another time and get another shot at this. No, your shot is right here right now while you're listening to this podcast in whatever it is that you're doing for work, for your relationship, etc. You don't get another chance. You get to decide differently. You get to choose different. So why not do what you want to do, what makes you feel good and take out any criticism, any opinions of the people around you? Granted, there are the people like your parents or your siblings, if you're close with your family or those people that really are close with you and have your best interest at heart. Of course, there's a level of respect and a level of like, you know, you sit and think about the things that they're saying, because sometimes from an outsider looking in with people like this is important with people who have your best interest, you know, sometimes see some things that maybe we don't on our own. And it's something to like, you know, keep in the back of your mind while you're making the decisions about what you do want to do with your life, right? Like say, say you're in a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship and you're just so far deep down in it that you can't see like from the outside in and you're so wrapped up like and someone's coming in that loves you and they're telling you like this is unhealthy you need to get out of it let's do this blah 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 of course like in situations like that yeah t- take the words of advice take the hand that's being reached out to you right but when it comes to like you know taking a leap of faith on a goal that you want to accomplish or maybe making a shift in your career or doing something different on like the road less travel that a lot of people don't see as normal why the fuck sorry i just i get so frustrated with this topic because i think if there's anything you know, and I'm not saying I've never been affected by negative opinions. That would be bullshit of me to say. Like, I, of course, am a human being and I get hurt all the time, all the time, especially from people who I really do love. But, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that ever since I was little, I kind of marched to the beat of my own drum. I don't really know where it came from, but like, I'm talking like ever since I was little, when I woke up and I decided to wear like winter coat, winter boots, snow hat, gloves, the whole deal and sit on my porch in the middle of July and sweat my butt off because I thought I looked stylish. Right. And I would chest bump people on the playgrounds and I would wear the wackiest clothes. And I just was a weirdo. And you know what? Like the more I'm unbecoming the things that I thought I had to become throughout like my, you know, 
college years and 20s, I'm starting to become more of that little girl that I used to be who just didn't give a shit and does what makes her feel good. That's really, I've said this before, all that we want at the end of the day, right, is to be happy and to survive and to feel good. So why not do that? Why listen to the people who are projecting onto you their own insecurities? And I wish in high school and, you know, the times that I have been bullied or the times that people have talked shit about me or told me I wasn't going to make it in the dance industry, I wish I had you know, the mindset or the knowledge, I should say, that I do now to understand that it had nothing to do with me. And so if you are dealing with something right now where you're maybe, you know, it doesn't even have to be your full-blown career, like maybe like a little side hustle, right? A side hustle that is a huge passion of yours that you want to take further and hopefully knock out your full-time career once the bills are paid and you can put some food on the table with that side hustle as it grows, right? But if you have people who are questioning it or who are like, "Mm, I don't know if that's really the best idea, like screw that. You are the only one who understands the vision that's in your head. You are the only one who can see the things that you see when you lay your head down on your pillow at night, right? Nobody else. You can talk about it. You can preach about it. Like even the things I talk to you guys about, like you don't see the things I see, right? So why are you going to let someone else who can't even see that end goal tell you what to do? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I think like growing up, whenever people used to talk crap or, you know, make fun of me or whatever, like just the things that are really hurtful, right? It used to be like, oh, like they're just really insecure. They're just really insecure. And and that's why they're making fun of me. But I didn't really understand like, you know, the the backside to that, like what that even meant by saying that like they're insecure and so they have to talk about me, you know? First of all, if someone is hating on you, if someone's talking about what you decide to do with your life, if someone's talking about the outfit that you wore out on Friday night, why, just think about this for a second, why do they have time to sit down and think about you? Like I always say, When someone talks about me or if someone is literally sitting down and having a conversation about me, whether it be negative, positive, whatever, I am flattered. I'm flattered that you're talking about me because that means you are thinking about me and you have the time and the energy to put in to your own day where you could be excelling and you could be moving forward to sit down and dissect my life and how I should be doing it. Thank you. I'm flattered. Right? If you want to sit here and you want to shit on the podcast that I'm putting out or my Instagram posts or, you know, my fitness career and tell me that's not a real career, like, thank you for really, you know, figuring out the details to my life and letting me know how it should be run. But one, I don't care. Two, I'll pray for you. And three, go take that time that you're spending using my name in your mouth and go focus on your own shit. Right. I told you this is going to be like the rougher side than what you're used to on here. But I really need to talk about this because just because I don't talk about it and just because I talk about being kind and loving and being grateful all the time, it doesn't mean that I don't deal with these things and I don't have anything to offer on that end. Because let me tell you, I'm not even trying to pretend by me saying this that like I have some huge platform or, you know, I'm the talk of the town. I'm just a human, right? I'm a human who grew up, grew up in a town, went to a high school just like you did, and I'm still surrounded by a community of people that like to talk shit because they have nothing else better to do with their lives, right? That's really what it is at the end of the day. And don't get me wrong, 
I gossip all the time, you guys. I fall short of this. Like, and I really do try to be mindful. Like, if it is gossiping, you know, I would I would call it more of a vent. But in the past years, especially like having a different perspective on really what people are going through in the world, because you know, I think we're a little ignorant until we until we start adulting and we see different ways of living and we see different experiences that people have been through. I think sometimes we're a little bit ignorant to the fact of what someone's actually going through. And so, yeah, within the past couple of years, I've learned to become very mindful. And if I do decide to gossip or if I do decide to vent, I make sure it's with someone that I trust. Right. And if, you know, I do, I've had moments, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've had moments where maybe I've said something that I shouldn't have. And then I pray about it and I think about it and I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. And going forward, I'll learn from it. Right. So I'm not saying that I'm innocent and you're probably not innocent either. Right. We all get triggered. We all get pissed off. And there's going to be something inside of us at one point or another that wants to just like take down someone else. For some reason, we always want to go for the revenge rather than the love and the peace route. Right. If we had an option, if our if our boyfriend cheated on us with a with another girl or whatever your relationship is, if they cheated on us, our our instant reaction always wants to be revenge. Like, how can we rebel? How can we get them back instead of kindness? But what if we got to choose between the two? What if we got to choose between the two and look at it from a bigger picture and understand that that thing, that behavior that someone else just did has absolutely nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. And I wish you well on your future relationship with this person because I'm not going to stand for it. Right. And same thing goes for career and same thing goes for life in general. Like I wish you well, but if you think about times, take like Take like micromanaging, for instance, right? Like if you've ever worked a job and you seem to be getting micromanaged, right? I've been there before. And, you know, someone's like, hey, don't forget to do X, Y, and Z. Or, hey, when you go in today, like make sure this happens. Generally, I would say nine times out of 10, when you're being micromanaged, it's because you're not showing up for your job, right? And you're not doing something that your boss or whoever expects you to do. And so we know that deep down inside, like whether we talk about it or we admit it to ourselves or not, like we can acknowledge that we're not to ourselves, that we're not doing something that we're supposed to. And so what happens when that person, our boss or whoever it is, says to us, hey, make sure you do X, Y, and Z. We freak out. And we say, oh my God, they're so annoying and they're on top of me and blah, 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 blah. No, you're just pissed because they're triggering something within you that you know is real and you're not showing up for your job. So of course you want to rebel and of course you want to get defensive. Like that's triggering like a part of you that's being dishonest, right? If you think about it. And so whether you've been in that position or not of like, you know, that was just an example, like the micromanaging thing, but that's really going further into when people get mean or people decide to gossip or say hurtful things to you. That is a projection of the thing that is triggering them. It's like the more you do in life, the the bigger you get or the more aligned you get with the things that you want to do. It's going to trigger people that aren't doing that thing and they want to be doing it, but they know they're not showing up for it. Just like the micromanaging shit, right? Watching you go for your dreams, whether it's something that they want to do or not, you're going for it, right? And it's triggering them. So what else are they going to do. 
They're too scared to go for there, so they're going to gossip about it, and they're going to hate you, and they're going to find any little way to nitpick and pull you down because they can't stand to see you doing something that they want to do. And so going back to the beginning of this, all the negative talk, all the opinions, all of you know, just the hate and the hurtful words that you hear from other people, why now knowing where that's coming from, are you going to let that change the trajectory of where you want to be and what your goals are and where your heart lies? Like you have dreams and visions for a reason. We all have a purpose within, within us, right? We are all built with a purpose and you don't have these moments of inspiration and these moments of creativity for nothing. That's because you're getting this spark. You're getting this light because it's something that you're supposed to be following. So follow that shit. Don't let people out of all things make that be the reason that you don't show up for you at the end of the day. That's fear. And that's a really, you know, silly fear for us to hold on to for not going for this thing because it's not a dress rehearsal. This is the show. The show is going on right now, baby. And you are in it. You are performing and you get to decide what happens from this moment, this exact moment right here. Maybe you're going to pick up the phone and call your boss after this podcast and you're going to say, I quit. Or maybe you're going to call that guy or that girl that you love and you're going to pick up the phone and say, I freaking and love you like let's work on this right you get to decide but letting fear be the thing that's in your way oh you're never like how can you how can you ever dream of even making the score or or making that home run if you're too scared to even make the shot right you're too scared to even like throw the ball up off the ground so how is it ever even going to get in the basket I listened to a podcast the other day that talked about um, the commitments we make to ourselves, and you know whether it be like an actual tangible goal or something to do with like this food thing that I'm doing or sobriety, you know, like commitment on any sort of level. And if there is something that you really want, whether it is to be sober, whether it's to have peace with your body and be mindful of what you're eating, or whether it's to have a certain goal or relationship. If you are making a commitment to yourself and you want this thing so badly, but you're willing to prioritize, whether it be negative talk from other people or a night out with your friends or you know something, something else, then you don't want it bad enough. You don't want it bad enough. If you're going to let Susie from high school, who God only knows what she's doing right now, but we know we didn't like her back then, so why are we going to let her comment or the he said, she said thing run our lives? Like, how stupid, how silly is that? So if you want that to be your excuse, then sure, sit in that, sulk in that. I don't know what Susie's doing, but she's not doing much because she has time to talk about you, so... If you're going to let her comment be the one thing that holds you back from accomplishing your dreams, then I'm sorry. Like, we got to figure that shit out, my friend. Like, we have to figure it out. And the best thing I can do or I can tell you to do when these people are talking about you or when you're feeling the hate or when people are taking you down in sketchy ways or in very obvious ways, pray for him. Just pray for him. I pray that they find the happiness and the love and, you know, just the the overall self-worth that they need within themselves and within the things that they're doing. I pray for that. Of course I pray for that. No matter how terrible someone is for me to me because 
I mean, what do we want at the end of the day? We all just want to be loved and liked and to survive, right? I just, I'm repeating myself from the beginning, but like, how is that possible if not all of us are finding that within ourselves first? So of course I'm going to pray for you because I want that overall good for everybody. I want everybody to be shooting for the stars and to be reaching for their dreams, no matter how silly it is. I mean, one, one downfall I'd say on my end, not downfall, but one thing I, I don't seem to focus on a lot is the whole money aspect. And I get that like sometimes you just got to pay the bills. To be quite honest with you guys, if I could do my jobs without getting paid, and sometimes I do do that without getting paid, I would. I freaking hate money. But my challenge you know, especially within the past like year or so is to look at everything as the same energy, right? It's to look at my want for spiritual growth, my want for, you know, career success and, you know, my want for money and love and whatever. I have to look at it as all the same energy. That's all anything really is. It's just energy, right? And our emotions is just energy and motion. So if we can learn how to just equal everything out and how to release certain energies and how to not really feel like we need to overpower ourselves with money or overpower ourselves with faith or overpower ourselves with, you know, like the mental toughness. If we could just like smooth that out and look at it all as one equal level and then keep aiming higher and higher and higher. I'm if you could see me right now, my hands are literally everywhere. It looks like I'm doing some like interpretive dance over here. But now I just lost my train of thought. But that's, you know, I've never been money focused. I just haven't. I like money. I like tangible things, but it's not really my drive. My drive is what I feel in my heart, what my gut is telling me to do. And if you have that gut feeling and you do, you just got to find it sometimes. You got to like, you know, educate yourself, learn, be open to experiences. Experiences in life is like life is school. Life is school, right? You have to go through things to learn about things. Someone can preach to you all day how much it sucks about going through a breakup, but you're not going to know until you go through go through it. So go through it. Make your jumps, make your leaps. It's going to suck sometimes and that's okay. Don't be afraid to be messy. Show up anyway and don't let fear stand in your way. It's not about getting rid of fear. It's about being able to look at fear in a different light, right? I would be a liar if I told you I am not fearful. I have plenty of fears, but the way I decide to look at fear is redirection is, you know, that's just not for me. And if you're able to kind of flip that word fear and say you didn't get the job or you didn't get the relationship and you made the shot, but you missed and you keep making it and you keep missing, that's not meant for you. And that brings you so much more peace at the end of the day than being like, oh, I suck. I'm a failure. I'm not worth it right? If you're able to look at that missed shot and just be like, well, damn, maybe basketball isn't my freaking game. I'm going to go try softball. I don't know. I'm going to go try dance. Like it's just redirection. That's all it is because someone's looking out for you and the universe has a plan for you. So if you just take the signs that it's giving you and you can get rid of that whole fear thing that's implemented into your mind and you can get rid of the negative talk, that's just talk. And that's building up to become so much worse of a thing in your mind because thoughts are just thoughts. It's not facts. And that's really hard to do sometimes because our thoughts go through our minds all day, 24-7, right? And sometimes they're very useful, but sometimes they're very hurtful and detrimental to how we spend our days and how we treat ourselves. So let them be just thoughts. And let fear just be redirection. And let the haters keep on hating and say a big old prayer for them that they find their light, that they find what's good for them. Because once they do tap into that, I will tell you they will have no time and they will have no desire to be hating on you.
And if you're dealing with that situation, I know sometimes it's easier said than done. And maybe you have a close group of people that really have been hurtful and it's really swaying your decision on what you do with your life. Like I get that and that's okay, but list out the facts, list out the facts of what's happening right? That's so much easier sometimes than going into emotions. Emotions make everything messy sometimes. And that's why it is so important to deal with them and to cope with them and let them and let them pass through because really list out the facts of what's going on. And if the facts are that you love this thing that you're going after and you're willing to make a leap of faith and you're willing to go for the jump, whether it works out or it doesn't release the outcome, right? We've talked about that before. Release the damn outcome. Then you will be unstoppable. Fear, haters, negative self-talk, opinions, going broke, it will not matter to you. It won't matter. Something I always tell people to do when they're like afraid to, to go for something is to list out all of the worst possible. What's the worst case scenario that can happen with this? What is the absolute worst case scenario? Okay, you don't get the job. And then you don't have a job and then you lose your money and then you can't pay for rent and then you go broke and then you can't pay for your car loan and then you don't have a car. Maybe you have the car, but you can't afford to keep it running and then you're homeless and you got to sell your clothes and blah, blah, blah. It all goes down and down and down until you are literally homeless on the street. And will you be okay? I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be okay. And if you don't know what to do when you're homeless, then call your girl, reach out to me because I got you and we'll figure out a way. There are so many people willing to help in those situations. So yes, you'll be okay. And I promise that's probably not gonna be the case that it ends up to be happening, right? But if it does, you'll be okay. And then on the flip side of that, write out the best possible outcome. Write out the absolute best thing that can happen if you go for this thing. And I guarantee you that will be the selling point to choose that direction. I was just watching TikToks this morning and there was a girl, um, you've probably seen her if, if you do watch TikToks and she like lives out of her van. She's got a whole thing set up in her van and she goes to Planet Fitness for her showers. This honestly sounds like my, my life in LA when I was living out of my car. So kind of felt for this one, but she was taking showers, filling up her water bottles in gyms that she belonged to. And she had this little like fire thing that made her food on a grill at night. And she worked her job and she'd go in coffee shops with her laptop to work on like her side hustles or you know, if she wanted some like office time, but she literally is like a girl around my age living her life on the road and deciding to spend her money on the things that she wants to like vacations or whatever. And she just drives like how freaking sick is that? I have no idea what she does for a job. I didn't look into it more, but like who is she letting stop her from living that life? I think it's freaking awesome. My dad, he would probably puke and be terrified if I ever did that. Right. Like that is just like so out of element, so out of like what we envisioned my life to be or what he envisioned my life to be. Right. But if that makes that girl happy and she is living it, you get one shot one shot. So hell yeah. If that's what you want to do and go live out of a van, then go freaking do it. If you need to get sober, dude, you better get sober now because there are ways to do it and you get one shot. If you want to find peace with your body, reach out for help. Be mindful of the things that you're putting in your body. Don't fall back on your commitment. That's maybe racking your brain day in and day out. It's obviously there for a reason because you want peace with your body. So stop making excuses for yourself and show up. You get one shot. If you want that relationship, if you love that person, if you want to get back together, say it. 
say it because you get one freaking shot. That's all I got for you. I hope you stay weird, stay wild, stay you, and I'll catch you next week.